0: Life Audio. Faith Over Fear is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Faith Over Fear podcast, where we attack our most pervasive fears with truth because life's too short for any of us to live enslaved. I'm Jody Bailey. And at Faith Over Fear, we're passionate about helping God's children live in freedom. We'd love to connect with you online or on social media. Just visit our show notes to learn how to connect with us. Today, we're continuing our series of episodes on God's promises. Have you ever heard someone talk about God meeting all of your needs, then looked around you and wondered why it felt like it wasn't happening for you? I have, and I learned that God provides for our needs in many ways, some we don't see and some we may not even understand at the time. My husband decided to retire from the military. It was a sudden thing. We sort of knew it was coming and we had discussed it, but when it finally happened, it was a quick decision and it moved a lot faster than we'd anticipated. I freaked out a little. The army told us for years where to live, gave us a steady paycheck. We kind of didn't have to think about it. Of course, we'd pray about it. But in the end, we were always told what to do. Now we had to start listening. (laughs) What were we going to do and where would we go and how would we make money to live on? We had a lot of questions. And interestingly, the day after he made his announcement, the sermon at church was on Matthew 6, 25 through 32. Those are the verses where Jesus talks about not worrying about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. On Monday, a friend emailed me that they'd been praying for me and that those same verses had come to mind for her to pass on to me. And driving to the gym that day, guess what the devotional on the Christian radio station was? Those very verses. I felt like God was telling me to calm down. He had this. I just had to trust him. So often when we talk about God providing for us, we focus on our physical needs like health and shelter and food and finances there are sermons and devotionals and blog posts that all point to those verses in Matthew 6:25 through 32. Part of those verses, verses 25 through 27 say, "Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they?" Can any one of you, by worrying, at a single hour to your life? And then he expands on that and talks about specific provisions for clothing and food and drink. These are all things we need, all things that at some point we've likely felt insecure and worried about, some of us more than others. Some of you listening are worried about these things today. Now, I don't know why the answers to our prayers don't always come like we expect them to, But I do know that God knows, and He cares, and He is meeting our needs, even ones we don't realize we have, even if it doesn't look like we expect it to look. Hello, my name is Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.
0: Inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.
1: As for us, God having handed us that verse repeatedly on the very first day, you would think it would all have gone easy. I mean, God had said He would provide. And then, But as we were packing up to move out of state, on my husband's last official day in the military, we got a phone call. The job that he had lined up didn't exist anymore. We were headed toward nothing. No job, no paycheck, no house. And it happened again and again and again. Over and over, we lost things we'd planned on until we were really left confused. God had said he would provide. So where was the provision? Why was it all falling apart? Nothing was where we thought it was or what we thought it was going to be. We spent a year living with my dad, which turned out to be a precious time of getting to know our family again and of our daughter, who had been born while my husband was stationed in Georgia, getting to know her grandfather after living states away from him for her whole life. My husband eventually found a temporary job, which he hated, but it was a job. Then 18 months after the first job fell through, God finally opened the door for a job that none of us ever saw coming one that has become a fulfilling second career for him. But it was interesting how God opened that door. My dad happened to have a random conversation with a man he'd never met before, and God opened a door. He was providing, but not in the way we'd seen coming, because none of the pavement pounding my husband had done had yielded the job he was looking for. God opened a completely different door. And here's the thing. God provided. But absolutely none of it was in the way we initially thought he would. All of our plans fell through. Why? Because what we wanted wasn't necessarily what we needed. We had a lot to learn about trusting him. And boy, did he teach it by putting our feet on a rocky path, but he was there with us the whole time. And here's the thing too often when we speak of God providing, We focus on the things that money can buy, like clothing and food and shelter. Those are important. Jesus even said so. That's the whole point of those verses in Matthew 6. But as I look back on that time in our lives, when things were uncertain and nothing seemed to be going right, what I see is that God provided other things we needed, things money can't buy, things that aren't and weren't tangible. If you're walking through a time in your life right now where things are lean and it feels like you're not getting your needs met, there are other places where God promises to provide for us. And I wanted to focus on a few of those today because I think it's important that we learn to see God in his hand, and his face, where he's working in our lives, even when it doesn't look like I said, even when it doesn't look like it's we think it's supposed to. He provides things like rest and peace. We've all been in the middle of that storm or the middle of that situation where it was absolute chaos. Things are falling apart. And yet somehow deep inside in the center of that moment, we felt God's presence. Matthew eleven twenty nine through 30, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That doesn't mean we will never carry things that feel like they are too heavy for us, but it does mean when we walk with God, He promises to help walk us through it. He also says in psalm twenty three two that He makes us lie down in green pastures and He leads us beside quiet waters. Let us never miss the part of psalm twenty three that says that the table was prepared in the presence of His enemies. It wasn't necessarily walking through an easy time, but God made him to lie down in green pastures and led him beside quiet waters. God gave the psalmist rest. There were moments in that season of our lives right after retirement when I cried my eyeballs out. I can remember shutting the door to my classroom when my kids were out of the room, dragging a chair into the far corner where nobody could see me, shutting off the lights and bawling like a baby because I couldn't figure out what was going on. When I wondered if my marriage would even survive, we were under so much stress. When I wasn't sure we could take one more hit because they just kept coming. But there were moments of peace and rest. Like the day I was driving to work and I crested a bridge on the highway and the sunrise was so incredible. And I just knew in my soul in that moment, even though the storm was still ongoing in our lives, that God was present. Somebody would make a comment or there would be a moment of quiet where I would get up early in the morning and I could simply sit and be still. We may feel like we're being burdened beyond our capacities to survive, but if we look, God provides those moments. In John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace in our lives doesn't mean the, that the, the water is smooth and the storms are calmed. It just means that in the midst of it, we know he's with us and we are at peace inside and we have the strength to handle what comes next. God also provides direction and guidance. John 14, 26, uh, Jesus says, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. He doesn't leave us to figure it out on our own. Sometimes, It takes longer to hear an answer or a response or or the whisper is a little quiet and we need to be still, but he promises that eventually he will show us which way to go. And in one of my favorite verses in Isaiah 30, 21, God told Israel, if, if you've ever read the Old Testament, Israel was in a cycle of sin and repentance. And God told them that if they stepped off the path, if they turned to him and listened, That they would hear a voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. That he would not abandon them or leave them to wander around aimlessly. He would be there. And if they would listen, he would guide them. We have to be careful with that, though. It is really easy to layer our wants over what God says or to turn our voice into his. I remember one time long ago, I begged God to let us move back to North Carolina. With all my heart, I believed he told me we would. So when we got orders telling us we were moving to New York, I doubled down. I prayed. I fought. I had other people pray. I adamantly declared to everybody who was listening that we were not moving to New York, even as the movers backed up to the door. My husband still talks about how hard I was to live with during that time. I wanted to move to North Carolina so badly that I convinced myself I heard God say it. Funny thing was, 18 months later, when my husband deployed out of New York, the kiddo and I moved to North Carolina for a year. I heard. I just twisted the message into what I wanted it to be. So We have to be careful. And this is one of the reasons that God gives us people around us. And another thing God provides for us is community. I know that for some of us, that can be hard to believe. We all walk through seasons, and sometimes they're really long seasons. And you may even be in one now when it feels like we're all alone. We see photos of people on social media, or we see other people who are surrounded by friends and family, and we feel like we don't have that. Especially over the past couple of years, we can feel isolated and alone. But you know what? You're here right now. You're listening to this podcast. Believe it or not, that's a form of God-given community. Yes, community can mean being surrounded by people or by having that one person you can rely on, but it can also be a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Isn't that what we're sharing here? You're here listening to this podcast. You hear me or Jen or Kimmy or Ava or someone else speak. That's community. That's God providing us with fellowship with others. We just don't always recognize it as such. God says in Proverbs 27, 17, that iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And in Romans 1, 12, he says that we are to be mutually encouraged by one another's faith. That's community. And that's what happens—not only when we gather with others in person, but in podcasts like this, in the blogs you read, pastors you listen to, Bible studies that you do, songs you hear. It happens on social media in places like the Holy Love Facebook group, where people from around the world have come together to pray for one another and encourage one another and share their hurts. I encourage you, if you haven't, to check that online space out, and we'll have the link below in the show notes. So, if you're feeling Like you can't see God's hand in his provision. Stop and take a breather. Look at the many ways God is providing for you, the ones that may not be so obvious at first. Above all, as Kimmy talks about in our episode on God's promise to be present, one of the greatest things he provides for us is his presence. Would you pray with me? Father God, thank you. You are so amazing. You see us. You promise that you are the God who sees us. You are always with us and you always know our needs, even when they don't match up with what we want. Thank you for loving us so much that you meet our needs, that you provide for us, and that you never leave us. Help us to see the places where you are moving and you are providing. Help us, above all, to see you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode will help you rest in God's provision and in the ways he meets your needs, even on the days when things make no sense. Remember, He is there and present and beside you in all of it. If you have not already done so, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Then you won't miss a single episode. Please share it with others on social media. We'd be very encouraged if you would rate it as well. That helps others find it too. Until next time, may you live with the courage of one who has truly been set free.
0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Faith Over Fear, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. To learn more about Jennifer Slattery, or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by Kelly Givens and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts like this, just head over to lifeaudio.com.
1: Hello, I'm Carol McCracken, and I'd like to invite you to join me and our team on the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. This podcast examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm excited to tell you about the new series the host team will share with you during this season of Lent. Each episode will be a journey to the cross. We will follow Jesus through some of His most significant steps in the Gospels, focusing on a particular verse as we always do. It'll be a progressive series. Join us daily as we follow Jesus doing what He was born to do to save us all. You can find us on Life Audio or whatever you listen to podcast
0: content on.